Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. So today we're going to talk about 10 road trip success secrets. I know it's hard to say, but we just got back from a trip to Yellowstone or we took one towards the beginning of the summer, right after the kids got out of school. And it was a long time in the car. Even when we just got to the park, each of those days, the park is so huge that we drove and drove and drove. So It involved several hours of driving around the park every day and several hours of long hours in the car to get to Yellowstone and to get back. So it was a huge road trip and our family hadn't been on like a really big road trip before altogether. We usually fly out to see family and so we don't take too many road trip trips and so I was just thinking about it. There were some other people who had asked in a Facebook group and they were asking about what are some great ideas of things that would be kind of helpful in the car and they're gearing up to take a big trip this summer. And so now that after our road trip is done, I actually kind of know what worked and what didn't. And so I wanted to share several things with you that were super helpful or things that I thought might be helpful that then weren't. So that when you plan and you have a nice long road trip, that some of these things could just jump into your memory and either you could remember them for your trip, or maybe they would cause you to think about some other things that you could do that might be fun and special for your road trip. Now, this will depend a little bit on your kiddos. My kids are a little bit older. They're in elementary. One is going to be going into fourth grade. We have one going into sixth grade and one going into eighth grade. So their ages are nine, 11, and 13, which next year they'll roll around and have birthdays, of course, because that's what everybody does, right? So they're about that age, just so that you can get kind of a handle of what kind of things kept them busy and kept them occupied. Other kids who are a little bit younger, I'll give a little bit of suggestions on what might help them or keep them occupied in the car. But as I said, after we took this big trip, I really wanted to share what kind of things worked, what things didn't, what things 
you might benefit from, things are really handy to have that I hadn't thought about or that ended up being really handy. And so these are my top 10 secrets for success and for road trips. And I just have to throw out that before we left, I was really encouraged because I know that the systems that we have around my job to get things done and working, but then also systems and routines that we have set up for home would allow me just to jump back into my schedule. And so I wasn't super worried when we had to be gone. And I really want to pass that on to you. If you are worried and kind of feeling a little hesitant or uneasy about taking time off and taking a big trip, not knowing if when you get back, you're going to be able to jump back into things that you have at home, or if the laundry and the dishes and the chores and the house will just become overwhelming. So if you need some help in that area, come on over to my website. It's Bird Michelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I have a productivity planner, which has some tips and tricks and tools that I use to help manage my time and kind of get me back on track and stay on track. So take a look at those and see if that is helpful. And if you need more help, grab a discovery call with me. It's like five minutes and we can work together if you need some extra time and just a hand up to help you create some systems and some ways to manage your time so that you have more time to pour into your kids and your family and yourself. And just to get back to those routines and those things that you have established in your home so you don't feel overwhelmed. All right, let's jump back in. So these are my top 10 secrets for successful road trips. So these are my trip tips. Grab that piece of paper or a notebook or your favorite pen. Hopefully you have your favorite beverage, maybe some water or coffee, something yummy as you're listening to this. And as always, if you're driving, just listen to it again. Don't write anything down or remember things in your head. As I always say, I love using the notes section or the notes app on your phone. That is where I love to write things down, but you do you find a spot that works for you. Number one is food, lots of snacks and lots of grace about snacking times. So sometimes we just found that it was helpful to lighten everybody's mood to have a snack. Oftentimes we were trying to get into Yellowstone super early. So maybe we didn't grab breakfast and we had snacks in the car. Or sometimes there were times where we were driving along and we didn't stop for lunch or we had a big breakfast and we snacked throughout our day. And then we had a big dinner, especially days when we were trying to cover a lot of distance during that day and we didn't want to stop and hang out. So take your time bring lots of fun snacks and just have grace about the snacks. The kids had more sugar than probably I would normally want them to have, but they had so much fun. And we had just lots of extra snacks, trail mix. We had lots of snacks from Trader Joe's and just fun things that lots of granola bars, things that just would keep us sustained. My husband loves beef jerky. We had some beef jerky and it was 
really handy to have snacks on hand, but it was nice to just be flexible about it. That when kids wanted a snack, we'd just say, great, here you go, have a snack. And it wasn't a big deal. And it really kept us all in good moods and it kept us going throughout the trip, especially in times where, as I said, we didn't have a good time to stop or maybe we were in the park all day and we just needed an extra snack or we hadn't found anything to eat because usually in Yellowstone, there weren't a lot of places to stop and eat. So having a lot of snacks, I knew ahead of time would be important, but just having grace along with that and knowing that we're just going to be snacking and that is okay. Number two, stops. Make gas station stops fun. So we had fun kind of playing on things or jumping around the car, taking silly pictures or running around the car or maybe getting a fun treat at the gas station when we had to fill up the car. Everybody would go to the bathroom, get a treat, or just run around a little, stretch. And you can even time yourself to see how long it takes for everybody to get out of the car, for you to get gas, and then everybody get back in the car. Just make it fun when you stop somewhere and make it just an adventure. So that when you stop, it's kind of fun. Everybody's doing something. You get kind of that a little bit of energy back in your step, so to say. Number three, games. So these are games that the kids could play together in the car. It's like a card game or Uno, or if you have a small chess board or something that they could play together. Oftentimes we were driving within the park from place to place. And so they were kind of bored and we didn't have their electronics. We tried to minimize electronic usage. So sometimes they just played Uno all together in the back seat, and that was great. So some fun games that they can play together, kind of like card games or things. Ideally, you want something that doesn't have a whole lot of pieces so that it's easier and doesn't fall between the seats and all the other piles of stuff that you have hanging out in the car. Number four is family games. So the first one we talked about was more the kids playing together. And this one, it was kind of hard for us as the adults in the front seat to play Uno and turn around. So that number four would be family games. And these are games that you're all playing together. So for example, lots of road games as far as the license plate game. If you've ever played that one, you can print out a picture of the U.S. and all the states. And then as you see each license plate on a car, we did a car and a truck. So some trucks we saw too. But as you see those license plates, you color in the state. And so after a while, you've seen, especially on a long road trip, you've seen a lot of states, a lot of different ones, and you're just looking for like those last five or six. And so it becomes really fun because you're trying to look for just those few ones and it becomes a game that everybody's involved in and everybody's kind of looking. At the very beginning, our kids weren't that into it. They were kind of eh, but as it got going and we got more and more states that had been marked down and then we were only looking for a few, they got more and more into it. So that one was really fun to play. You can also play how many trucks you see or RVs or other things. There's all kinds of driving games like cows. We used to count 
how many cows were on one side of the car or the other, and it would be one side versus the other. And then if you go past a graveyard, all your cows die. If you go past a church or a school, all your cows double. So we've done that with cows. We've also done that with people. Sometimes when we're driving, uh, there'll be a place where there are hardly any people. And so we count the number of people on either side and give different points for different things. And so that's kind of fun because you're all playing together. The more you can do games that you're all playing together versus you're competing against one another, the better. Number five would be family audio. So this would be like books on CD that you could play, maybe a podcast series. This is something fun that you're doing audibly. I know my husband loved doing this because as the driver, you get kind of bored. You're the only one driving. Everybody else is kind of doing their own thing. And so he loved being able to listen to a book on tape like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or any of the Narnia series, Chronicles of Narnia, or The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, anything by Tolkien. So those kind of ones which have more of an in-depth story, and usually ones that you would get, you can rent them from the library. He happened to already have copies of them, so we used what we had. But they usually have actors or somebody who's playing the part and... The voices are usually very specific and fun to listen to. And so it kind of provides just a different genre or just a different thing that you're doing in the car. So to mix it up a little, it was fun to do maybe a couple hours of the CD from the Lord of the Rings and then go back to whatever we are doing or other things. But that one really helped of having kind of a family audio where we were all involved in it together. I know there's other ones that are like mystery that you're all trying to solve or something, but a lot of different audio voice ones. My husband said when he grew up, he had one that had paint a picture or draw a picture of this and you had to draw a picture like they were talking about. So those can all be very fun. Also, just singing to fun, upbeat songs. We have a teenager who isn't always into the read aloud kind of audiobooks, but having some really fun, upbeat songs that everybody knows and we're all singing makes a great car trip, right? (laughs) How many times have you seen movies where they're all singing to upbeat songs like Tommy Boy or other things, right? They're having a great, great time. Number six, kid audio. So this will be like electronics that we let our kids have their tablets or some other screen, their iPads and that kind of thing for a few hours. Now we try to uh, minimize the amount of time that they're doing on their devices, but still it's a long day on a long road trip of like about 10 and a half hours. So a couple hours on their devices is good to just break up the day, break up the time. It also gave my husband and I a really good chance to talk together because they were, they had their headphones on and they were totally engaged in what they were doing. And so it gave us the time to talk and kind of hang out while they were very much occupied. It's funny. My daughter loves to have three things at one time. She'd have her laptop open so she could browse through stuff or look through things or listen to music. She usually would listen to music, I think, with her laptop. Then she would play something, a play like a video game or Minecraft or something on her iPad. And then she would be using her iPods to listen to her music. So three devices at one, always fun. That was number six. Number seven 
was non-electronic activities. This would be things like my daughter brought friendship bracelets that you can make, or you can easily tie those to a water bottle or something in the car and do friendship bracelets. If you sew, or if you do any kind of crafting thing that you can do knitting or something with your hands during the trip, or even coloring would be really fun. So when our kiddos were younger, they would do like coloring books or activity books or logic puzzle books or those kind of things that work your brain in a different way. Another fun activity as I'm thinking about here is Mad Libs. You could have the whole family participate in like a Mad Libs book and have somebody filling it out and then reading it. Especially boy humor gets really fun with Mad Libs and they think it's the best thing ever, right? More potty jokes, the better. Number eight is to rest. I think mental rest from screens, from doing things and just looking out the window. So make sure that they're bringing like cozy blankets or a stuffed animal to snuggle with or take a nap or rest. But just to remind them to be off their devices, to look out the window, to look up, to look at the beauty that God's created and just take a deep breath and kind of let their mind rest and think through things, I think is key as well. Number nine is kind of history and planning. So learning the history of the place that you're going, maybe like we talked a lot about Yellowstone, we listened to some books on tape about Yellowstone and kind of planned with our kiddos what they really wanted to do. Especially when we got there, kind of what do you want to do? What are you excited to do? What are you thinking about doing now that we've kind of talked about it and you've seen the map of the park? So getting their input was really fun. And especially if you have little kids, this can happen too. That just pulls them into the planning portion of the trip of like, okay, today we're going to go here. What do you want to go see? Or this is what we're thinking. We're going to go to these sections and see this. So you know, knowing your kids, knowing how old they are and getting their input. If they're very little, of course, a little bit of input. And if they are a little bit older, maybe they want to have more input of like, we want to make a rule that whenever we see snow, we're going to build a snowman. Or maybe they have a rule of some other friends had a rule of whenever they find ice cream, they're going to stop and get ice cream or all kinds of things. So you could make fun family rules and just kind of plan out your trip together. Number 10, this is the most important. This is to pray. So we always would pray before our trip. We'd have one of the kids pray or we would pray. We would just thank God for keeping us safe and for guiding our journey and just for blessing us to be able to see his beautiful creation. And that just set our minds and our hearts in the right space as we headed out to just think that this is God's trip and we don't know what's going to happen. If we're going to get a flat tire, run out of gas or some other adventure will happen, but just to be mindful of that. He has everything in charge and he knows what's going to happen in our day. I hope these have helped. I'm just going to run through them real quick, just so that you can check your list. Number one was food, lots of snacks. Number two is to make stops fun. Number three is games that kids can play together in the car. This would be like card games or Uno. 
Number four is family games like the license plate games or as we mentioned, Mad Libs. Number five is a family audio like books on tape, that kind of thing. Number six is kid audio. So electronics they can have. Number seven was non-electronic activities like friendship bracelets or coloring things or activity books or logic puzzles. Number eight is rest, mental and physical. Number nine is the history of wherever you're going and planning. And number 10 is to pray. I really hope that wherever you end up going this summer, that you would have an incredible trip and that these car tips would help you enjoy your time and just give you a little bit more sanity and help you to connect as a family. We really enjoyed our time together in the car more than I think we thought we would. So my prayer is just that this would bless you and you would have an amazing trip wherever you end up going this summer, whether it be a long road trip or a short road trip or anything in between. As always, come on over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. Come on over to my website, Bird Michelle, B Y R D M I C H E L L E dot com, and grab a productivity planner that I have there. It has lots of time management tools. If you need help managing your time, creating more hours in your day, connect with me, grab a discovery call, five minutes, and we can hang out. All right. Now go have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 